It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. Today's Locked On Reds episode is brought to you by OhioVersEveryone.com. Check out the brand new website, OhioVersEveryone.com. It just launched back on August 1st, and it covers all things Ohio sports and pop culture, and being that it covers your favorite sport teams from your favorite state, you know you're getting some good content. They cover the Reds, the Bengals, they cover Cleveland sport teams as well, even the Ohio State Buckeyes. Check them out. They've got this great article up there right now praising Jesse Winker. We're going to do a little bit of that here in today's podcast as well. But talking about his hot start, talking about how he has been for the Reds during basically the first half of this entire season and how he has been a linchpin for them as well. Check them out, OhioVersEveryone.com. That's OhioVSEveryone.com for all of the best Ohio sports and pop culture content OhioVersEveryone.com. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. As the 2020 season rages on, the Locked On Reds podcast will be here each and every day to detail each win, each loss, and every transaction as the Reds look to move toward a playoff berth. My name is Jeff Carr. Welcome in to the Locked On Reds podcast. How about that, Reds fans? Welcome in to the Locked On Reds podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. Warning, we've got good vibes coming in. I know here lately it's been a lot of doom and gloom. It's been a lot of depression and a little bit of sadness with the way that the Reds have been playing, but boy, oh boy, did they write the ship on Thursday night. A very good night for Reds country as a whole. We're going to break that down here in just a moment and say why that it is such a big deal based on the series that is about to begin this weekend. Before we get into all that, though, make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast on all the many podcasting platforms. Follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three Fs and follow the show at Lockdown Reds and save the Lockdown Reds line number into your phone at 513-549-0159. So that was a lot of fun. The Reds sweep a doubleheader on Tuesday night. In Milwaukee, it was the first ever doubleheader in Miller Park. The Brewers have not had a doubleheader at home since the year 2000, and the Reds sweep it. They win by a combined score of 12 to 1. They win the first game 6 to 1 and the second game 6 to none. Just in case you weren't paying attention, last night was pretty awesome. The bats did their job, the pitching did its job, everything was working as a whole, and it all started off with a bang. The pivotal play of the game. (laughs) 
it's on the ground. Going to be a tough play, and it's the first major league hit for Jose Garcia in his first major league at bat. Congratulations, Jose Garcia. And if he stays healthy, the first of many to come. Okay, yeah, that was the second inning, and the Reds weren't even leading at that point, but that was a momentous occasion for the Reds, who had just caught up Jose Garcia the day earlier. He now is slotted in as at least the majority of the playing time at shortstop. He didn't play in game two, but he had that single in game one. He also walked, he had a steal, and he scored a run. At 22, he's the droids we're looking for. This is the guy that we're looking for to be the shortstop of the future for the Reds. Barry Larkin has raved about him. We've heard so many scouts talk very highly about Jose Garcia, and we've seen it on display just yesterday. Looked very good in the field. Has His athleticism looks very, very high on the list. If not, tops on the list for the Reds. He could be a mainstay in this lineup moving forward and a huge spark that the Reds needed here in this season that was starting to go stale. We were starting to lose hope as Reds fans. And then, boom, Thursday night happens, and everything gets turned on its head. The Reds win two straight games. They go into the halfway point. Yes, they're 13-17. and 17. Not ideal, not where we thought they'd be, not where we even expected them to be, but they're two games out of second place. They're two games out of an automatic playoff berth behind the St. Louis Cardinals, and they come into a very pivotal series with the Chicago Cubs at Great American Ballpark beginning tonight. We're going to talk about that here in just a minute, but first I want to break down the three stars of the day. The Reds' three stars. Number one, Jesse Winker was fire. Five for seven with two homers, four RBIs, three runs scored, a double, and even a walk. Number two, Nicholas Castellanos was four for seven with a homer, a double, three RBIs, and three runs scored. Number three, the Reds pitching as a whole in both games gave up just one run on eight hits. And that was in both games. They only gave up 14 total base runners in 14 innings. That's a pretty nice little whip. Walks plus hits per innings pitched, if you look at pitching statistics. And also, a a quick shout-out, too, and I didn't want to single out any specific pitcher because you had great performances from Sonny Gray, an awesome bounce-back performance from Wade Miley. But shout-out to friend of the podcast, Lucas Sims. Dude is absolutely phenomenal. Two awesome innings for Lucas Sims in game two of the doubleheader. He lowers his ERA to 0.69. Hey, how about that? 0.69 on the ERA, 0.69 on the whip. My man knows how to do it. But an overall awesome season so far for Lucas Sims out of the bullpen. But back to Winker's amazing day. Five for seven. He raises his season batting average to 333, absolutely killing it out of the three hole for the Reds. But the biggest development of the day for Winker, the biggest thing that he did is that one of his home runs, his second home run, came off Alex Claudio. If you don't know about Claudio, the Brewers reliever, he's a left hander. 
What have we always said about Jesse Winker? Oh, he can only hit right-handers. He's limited. He can only platoon. He can only be the guy to hit a right-handed pitcher. Uh Uh-uh. Not anymore. Dude's on fire. Dude is leading this lineup. He is picking up and carrying this team. Now, he and Castellanos both really carried the Reds yesterday through that doubleheader, but to see Winker's evolution, to see his continued success against both-handed pitchers, whether they be right or left-handed, is so key, not only for the Reds, but also for his individual career development. A former first-round pick should not be a platoon player, should not be a guy that the Reds are like, well, there are some guys we just can't play him against. No, 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 no. Jesse Winker is bunking that. He now hits everybody. Welcome to the club. Jesse Winker, dude, is killing it right now. So happy for him. And hopefully that leads the Reds into this pivotal weekend with as much momentum as they can handle. Hopefully they can turn this into a win. I'm not ready to sit here and say that I've regained all of my preseason confidence and bravado just yet. I've not sitting here and saying, okay, well, we're back on track. We're back where we want the Reds to be. They're almost there. Thursday was a great day, an absolutely fantastic doubleheader for our Red Lakes. As Reds fans, let's not get it twisted and think that that equals a World Series. There's still plenty of work to do. This is just the halfway point. There are 30 games left. There's only three games left in the month of August, believe it or not, and then there's only the month of September. Lots of work to do and not a lot of time to do it. The Reds got to turn around and they got to keep the winning ways going against the division leading Cubs this weekend. We're going to break that series down here in just a bit. But speaking of awesome things and keeping things going, have you checked out Built Bar yet? Have you gotten more Built Bar if you've already done so? Check out BuiltBar.com. I've even got a great promo code for you locked on. You'll get $10 off your next order of awesome tasting protein bars. They actually taste like candy bars, guys. All the great flavors that they've got. They've got brand new flavors as well, like cookies and cream. I mean, cookies and cream just sounds amazing. And then when you add in the fact that Built Bar is super healthy for you as well, but it still tastes good. Look, I'm not I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not the smallest of people. I'm not sitting here trying to tell you that health food is good tasting food. Nine times out of ten, it's not. Built Bar is that one time out of 10. They're amazing. Go to BuiltBar.com, enter the promo code LOCKDOWN. You'll get $10 off your next order. They've even got little uh, giveaways and little add-ons there for your orders. And they kind of move around as to what they're giving away. I think right now it's a cooler or something like that, which is pretty sweet. Check them out at BuiltBar.com and enter the promo code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N to get $10 off your next order of healthy, nutritious, delicious, amazing Built Bar. As awesome as Thursday is with the doubleheader sweep of the Brewers, the Reds now begin a pivotal weekend series. Four games with the one game on Friday, doubleheader on Saturday, and one game on Sunday against the Cubs. Chicago comes in with a two-game losing streak in tow. Their most recent game, they dropped to the Tigers 7-6. Their bullpen exploded on them. That has been a theme 
for the Cubs here in 2020. Despite the fact that they are leading the division, they've definitely cooled off. There was a moment where we were all thinking, boy, the Cubs look unbeatable almost. Now they are down to 18 and 12. The Reds are only five games away from them. Now I know that's not the best of situations, but at the same time, given how bad that the Reds have been over the last week, would have thought that was a lot bigger of a gap. Five games isn't so bad, depending on how they play this weekend against the Cubbies. And the Cubs come in with a really rough-looking bullpen. Now, you're probably thinking, well, with the Reds hitters, this just might be a get-right weekend for the bullpen. But those Reds hitters just did break out on Thursday. Hopefully that will continue against a bullpen that in 98 innings pitched has a 5.79 ERA. You heard me right, 5.79. They've given up 63 earned runs in those 98 innings compared to their starters who have pitched 163 innings and have given up 69 earned runs. That's only a six-run difference, but those innings are a lot bigger of a difference there. They've also given up 19 home runs, have the relievers of the Cubs, a strikeout the walk of 113 strikeouts to 54 walks. They've actually had more walks from their bullpen than their starters. So that'll be a key for the Reds is to get in to that bullpen. And of course, Friday night, the Reds get to face Kyle Hendricks. And that'll be a big test for them because Hendricks, while his stats aren't looking like Sonny Gray's or Trevor Bowers at the same time, He's looking like he's pitching pretty good. 3.55 ERA coming into Friday night's game. Tyler Malley will oppose him for the Reds, hoping for a better start than his last time out, and hopefully for some more run support as well. In his career, Malley has pitched against the Cubs a total of six times. He has six starts with a total of 33 and two-thirds innings pitched against Chicago. He's given a 29 hits, 14 earned runs. He does have 10 walks, but he also has 29 strikeouts against the Cubbies. A key for Tyler Malley will be to cut back on the walks. In 16 and a third innings pitch so far this season, he has eight walks allowed. Should that trend continue, his walks per nine of 4.4 is a full two walks per nine higher than it was in 2019. Now, his strikeout rate is higher. It's 11.6 strikeouts per nine compared to nine strikeouts per nine in 2019. So you'll like to see that kind of thing when the strikeouts go up. You just want to see the walks go down a bit for Maui. Hopefully he can rein that in a little bit on Friday. We saw Lucas Sims pitch two innings on Thursday. Also saw Rysel Iglesias get a very nice inning in. If you, if you did not get a chance to see Iglesias close out the second part of Thursday night's doubleheader, he looked very good. He only threw a couple of pitches outside the strike zone. One of them was borderline, could have been called a strike as well, but he was throwing his fastball for strikes. He was getting hitters to get themselves out, which I think is key because sometimes you watch Iggy and you think, boy, I think he's just trying to strike everybody out. I think he's trying to nibble around the corners and get every out himself, not relying on his defense. Maybe that is a thing moving forward. Maybe he's got more confidence in his defense behind him. Probably stems from, now he didn't have Jose Garcia in the field behind him on Thursday night, but maybe that is a theme that you see with the way that things have moved around because Freddie Galvis looked pretty confident at second base. Mike Moustakis looked pretty confident at first base. Now, I'm not saying that we need to see a whole lot less of our man Joey Votto 
but Joey Votto did not play on Thursday, and the Reds seemed okay without him. Now, I definitely think that has a whole lot less to do with the absence of Joey Votto than it does the fact that they just love playing these seven-inning doubleheaders. Get you a girl that loves you like the Reds love playing seven-inning doubleheaders. But anyway, they just play absolutely amazing when they know that there's two less innings, six less outs that they have to worry about getting later on in the game. We'll see what they do on Saturday with that doubleheader against the Cubs. But obviously... There's a game here on Friday night that they need to win before that. I'm not going to call it. I'm not going to give you a prediction. I mean, they could split it. They also could very easily go one and three. Really crossing my fingers here. Really hoping for a three and one or hell. If we're talking about a four game series sweep on Monday, I might just be screaming into this microphone. I don't think that's going to happen, but that would be absolutely amazing if it did. We're going to be talking about that here. I actually will have another podcast episode this weekend. We'll recap the first three games of this series after the doubleheader, and then we'll recap the series as a whole on Monday as well. You're not going to want to miss any of that. Make sure that you are subscribed on whatever podcasting platform you're currently listening to. Also, follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three Fs, and follow the show at LockedOnReds on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And save the Locked On Reds line number into your phone at 513-549-0159. Very successful episode a couple of days ago using a lot of Locked On Reds line stuff for Jeff's junk mail segment. We're going to call that, we're going to call the segment that now. It's still the Locked On Reds line, but it's Jeff's junk mail brought to you by the Locked On Reds line. Just going to continue this theme of really confusing stuff when it comes to uh, mail bag stuff. Everybody else calls it mailbag. I wanted to call it something else, so I'm just going to make it really confusing. Like Anyway, Jeff's Junk Mail segment next week, the Lockdown Reds Line. Get your questions, get your comments, whatever you've got. 513-549-0159 or at the Twitter handles as well. But that'll do it for us here today. Now tell your smart device to play Lockdown Fantasy Baseball, and I will talk to all of you tomorrow. Let's go Rex. Hey! Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.